Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to another Ghosttober edition of Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve the case. I'm Allie Bleedle. And I'm Mel Witchestetten. That's a good one. We've also got producer Rose Maria's baby with us. Yeah, you like that? Oh, you I like, like that? that? Yeah. Sick. Um, first bit of exciting news, Webcrawler still has a Patreon for access to our top secret Patreon page, which has bonus articles, videos, etc. etc. tarot card readings. Wow. And other member perks. Oh, live live video streaming sessions with me and Melissa. Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as two dollars. And also, why don't you go to hothorse.course? See what happens. See what happens. Or what's the other URL you can go to? Webcrawlerspod.com. If you're boring. If you are a lame. Melissa, what is our weird thing of the week? So someone on Twitter asked if we had heard about the rye crop thing. Mm. They were responding to our video about where witches came from. Yes. So I Googled it. And it's a theory about how a bad crop of rye may have caused the Salem witch trials. Stop it. So this is an article from bonappetit.com. It says, historians have tried for centuries to explain how a Puritan village was consumed by a witch hunt, but one undergrad came up with a much more tangible explanation in the 70s. The Salem witch trials might have been caused by a rotten crop of rye. Mm. The sequence of events leading up to the trials began when eight girls in the village started experiencing distemper. 
which included seizures, <gasps> hallucinations, skin prickling, and violent gastric distress. Oh, my God. At a certain point, witchcraft was brought up as a possible cause. The hallucinations became more specifically satanic, and the accusations are flying. Linda Caporale, when taking a history class, stumbled upon the description of the distemper and immediately thought back to a French incident of poisoning from eating fungus-infected grain oh that she read about as a kid. The fungus is called ergot and attacks grasses, like the grains we eat, by sending out little fungal shoots in place of certain kernels. Hmm. Until the 19th century, it was often thought that the rye, which was the main grain grown in Salem... Holy shit. ...and contains... <laughs> Rye comes from Salem and contains chemicals similar to LSD. Mm. Cases of ergot poisoning, known as ergotism, were well documented in medieval Europe and often cause victims to experience the same symptoms as the Salem girls. Shit, so they were just tripping. They could have just been rye poisoning from LSD. And they were like, nah, they're possessed. Anytime a woman feels anything, she's a witch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's hysterical. That's crazy. That is crazy. I believe it. Yeah. There's a real there's yeah. a real scientific explanation for almost anything if you don't feel like getting spooky. <laughs> True. <laughs> but we do feel like getting spooky. Yeah. Because we're the web crawlers. So <laughs> this week we are going to talk about ghost ships. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. The first is the Mary Celeste, an old merchant ship that was found abandoned without a trace of what happened. And the other one is the SS Orang Medan, which became a shipwreck after the entire crew mysteriously died. It's bonkers. Let's get, get into, into it. it. Nearby ships identified the source of the signal as the SS Urang Madan. Trying to understand why an experienced captain would do the one thing that really is unthinkable. The triangle is actually a gateway to another universe. The captain, his family, and crew had vanished without trace. Every member of the crew lay dead, their corpses scattered on the decks. What are we going to do? We have got to get off this boat now. First, let's talk about the ghost ship Mary Celeste. Okay. This is from Wikipedia and allthingsinteresting.com. On November 7th, 1872, Captain Benjamin Briggs, along with his wife and daughter, and seven crew members boarded the Mary Celeste and left New York for Italy. A month later, on December 5th, a British rig spotted the ship drifting in the Atlantic Ocean about 1,000 miles west of Portugal. When the crew got on the Mary Celeste, they found it was totally abandoned. Everything was in perfect order. Breakfast was made on the tables. The crew's clothes were packed away nicely, but it was completely deserted. There was one missing lifeboat, but no signs of struggle. It's kind of like the um, the Springfield 3. Oh, yeah. When Their every- f- clothes were folded. Clothes everything were folded. Was- everything was nice. Oh, yeah, similar. Um, when the Mary Celeste left New York, it had to battle through treacherous seas and high winds for two weeks. And on November 25th, the last entry was written in the log. He left no clues as to what happened, and everything seemed totally normal. It was a merchant ship carrying 1,700 barrels of denatured alcohol, ethyl alcohol, that has a chemical added to it, so it's not for drinking, it's like rubbing alcohol. But when the British rig Dea Gratia looked around, they found three feet of water in the bilge, which is the lowest point of the ship that sits below the waterline, but it was not enough water to risk capsizing the ship. 
and everything was still in working order. So a few of the crew from the De Gratia sailed it to Gibraltar to salvage it for money. So why was it abandoned? It was working. It had six months of food and water on board. Captains don't just abandon their ships unless something dire happens. Like in Titanic, you got to go down with the ship. You got to go down with the ship. And their bodies were never found or anything? Nope. Nothing. So some theories. Yes. Maybe mutiny. Maybe the crew drank the this crazy alcohol they got wasted and overthrew the captain and his family maybe but then where would the crew be exactly or pirates but no valuables were missing true unless the valuables were the people on the ship and then they got stolen and sold into some sort of slavery i captain though remember (laughs) yes that's a good that's a good movie yeah Yeah. (laughs) are you are you drunk no i just (laughs) just thought it was appropriate it It was appropriate Could have been sea monsters. Yeah. A giant ass squid. Yeah. Or sharks. Or Loch Ness. Where are they? They're in the Portugal near Portugal Ocean. Portugal sea monsters. Isn't that in a lake though? Rare prehistoric shark caught off Portugal. Eighty million year old shark living caught off Portugal. A ghost shark? There are dinosaur era sharks with insane teeth in portugal well yeah have you ever heard of a saltwater crocodile or saltwater alligator no they're like three times the size of a human body they're look at this thing ew i ew they just found that in portugal it's 80 million years old oh my god it looks good for its age yeah doesn't look a day over 70 million maybe that's what ate them yeah another theory is vapors from the alcohol had blown the hatch cover off of it, and maybe the crew feared a fire was going to happen, so they abandoned on a lifeboat because they saw land, and maybe they are still living on that island to this day, like Tom Hanks and Castaway, because there was a lifeboat missing. Oh, interesting. Or maybe they took the lifeboat and they just got stranded at sea, and they died. Well, they're probably not living there to this day. Not to this day, but maybe, you know. I feel like you don't really leave your boat, though, unless something actually has happened. Yeah, unless you don't go, you gotta go down with the ship. Yeah, because, I mean, like, traveling the open sea in the 1800s on a lifeboat is not something you want to do unless you extremely have to. Yeah, so something dire. Unless maybe the vapors from the alcohol made them insane yes and they felt the need for some reason to (laughs) do you feel vindicated i'm the captain now i am the captain now (laughs) that's a good movie i love that movie that is good he what didn't that guy win a he did didn't, he didn't win he didn't yeah he won something i'm sure he did he won he 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 won maria's heart he sure did (laughs) he sure did what's he doing now i wonder he's still the captain (laughs) some other options there was a leak in one of the barrels and the crew jumped on the lifeboat temporarily to see if anything would explode but they got separated from the ship like perhaps the line snapped and then they died somewhere at sea that's a possibility. They were like, oh, we better get on this lifeboat yeah. in case it explodes. And then they just got separated. Yeah, I guess. Because if their bodies, if they drowned, their bodies wouldn't really be found right. at the middle of the ocean. Especially if they got eaten by that 80 million year yeah. shark serpent. You don't survive that. Uh, the crew of the De Gratia got payment for the ship. This is another 
theory, but it was only one-sixth of the total 46000 value because the authorities weren't totally convinced of their innocence. Yeah, so maybe the British ship who was like, oh yeah, we found it totally empty and now we want to salvage it. Maybe they pirated the ship. Maybe, like, the crew was on it. Yeah, and they just threw him overboard. Oh, well, that's that's definitely an option for that's sure. An option. So the ship, the Mary Celeste, it did have a mysterious past. It was originally named Amazon, but it was given a new name after a series of mishaps, including the sudden illness and death of its first captain and a collision with another ship in the English Channel. Uh-oh. It sailed under different owners for 12 years before its last captain deliberately ran it around, ran it aground in Haiti as part of an attempted insurance fraud. Mm. In 2001, best-selling novelist Clive Cussler claimed to have found the wreck of the Mary Celeste, but analysis proved him wrong. Sorry, Clive, you didn't find Sorry, it. Sorry, Clive. And in 2002, a documentarian, Anne McGregor, began to investigate. She learned that the ship had recently been refitted and coal dust was clogging the pumps that remove the water that can get into the bilge. So maybe the captain decided to abandon ship before the water got too high because he thought it was going to flood. So who knows where they are now? Well, they're definitely dead. Definitely dead. I was going to say, did a UFO come and abduct all of them? Well, that might be... That's the uh, explanation for our next ship. Oh, okay. Damn, ahead of my time. The SS Orang Medan Ship of the Dead. How do you pronounce that? Medan or Medan? SS Orang Medan Ship of the Dead. In 1947, the Dutch freighter sent a cryptic SOS message in Morse code. All officers, including the captain, are dead, lying in chart room and bridge, possibly whole crew dead. This was followed by some indecipherable Morse code. Then a final message, I die. That was it. I Mm. die. I die. Radio equipment established the ship's last position, and an American merchant ship was sent to investigate. The ship was found adrift approximately 50 miles from its indicated position. When the Silver Star arrived which is, I guess, the other ship that went to go find it. Yeah, the American ship. No signs of life could be seen, although the ship itself didn't have any damage. All efforts to contact the crew failed, and the ship was boarded. The decks were littered with the bodies of the crew. Their faces looked terrified. Their mouths were gaping, and they were staring at the sun, and their bodies were in positions as if trying to fight something off. The ship's dog was found dead as well, in the midst of snarling. The captain was found on his bridge. The operator who sent the distress call was dead with his earphones on. The engineering crew was also found at their stations with terrifying expressions on their faces. In all, 22 crew members were found dead. One lifeboat was missing, and possibly some crew escaped. That's terrifying. Yeah. So just so it was like they were frozen in time, basically. So it was like Pompeii, but they weren't covered. Yes. In they were all like terrified, like something, something crazy happened. That's really nuts. Yeah. So some odd details. The temperature was about 110 degrees, but members of the rescue party felt a chill. All the victims had no injuries and there was no traces of blood. That's weird. They also seem to be decaying quicker than they should be. Mm. They Radiation. Start- yeah. Right. That's what, yeah, that's what, it, like, Dyatlov Pass. They started to tow the ship to the nearest port, but they noticed billows of smoke pouring out from it. 
They cut the ship loose and it exploded mm. and it sunk. What year was this? It says that depending on the newspaper source, it either happened in 1940, 1947, or 1948. Some theories are that it was a, a UFO because there are rumors that some of the dead were pointing towards an unknown enemy. That's or banana town. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like read. Well, there the the CIA was somehow involved in this. Yes, a guy sent a letter to the CIA because he was concerned that it was unusual. Yeah, this guy, C.H. Mark Jr. of Scottsdale, Arizona, sent a private letter to the director of the CIA, Alan Dules. The response, I guess, was dismissive. Yeah, they were like, thanks for the inquiry. We'll look into it. Yeah. <gasps> the SS Orang Medan and the Philadelphia experiment. They think that there's a correlation between the Medan and the Philadelphia experiment. If you guys don't know about the Philadelphia experiment, they are testing like, oh my God, here's a picture. Here's a picture of a guy from the, the, the orang or whatever. Really? I looked for pictures. Oh, is that real? I don't know. I saw that and I thought that was maybe What website is fake. that? Um, fakepictures.edu. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a mannequin. What is that? Girl, I don't know. I think the thing is people think it's a hoax because there's no photographs, no evidence because it's sunk. Okay, the Philadelphia experiment is a military experiment supposed to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy um, sometime around 1943. The U.S. Navy destroyer escort USS Elleridge was claimed to have been rendered invisible to enemy devices. So it's like some sort of invisibility cloak. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. So maybe the military was conducting experiments on the SS Urang Medan. Is that one of the... Yeah, that maybe this was another... I didn't know that ghost ships were like such a thing. Like on spooky soundtracks, they're always like ghost ship sounds. But I never knew it was like... They're real and they're spooky. You know, my grandfather died on a ship. What? Right? Mm -hmm. Of what? The Edmund Fitzgerald. It was in... Um, really? Yeah. in On Lake Superior. In 1974, I think. I know that lake. How did he die? There were like 40-foot waves. Oh. And it, it sank. The Isn't entire there a song ride. about the Edmund mm -hmm. Fitzgerald? Yeah. Is it about that? Yeah. It's, about when it sunk? Yeah. It's about your grandpa? Yeah. That's crazy. I know he was first wow. mate. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Hey. I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> in the first experiment, an alleged method of electrical field manipulation allowed the USS Elridge, this is the Philadelphia experiment again, to be rendered invisible on July 22nd, 1943 in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. The second rumored experiment was a teleportation and small scale time travel with the ship sent a few seconds in the past of the USS Elridge from the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard to Norfolk, Virginia on October 23rd. 8th 1943 horrible tales of mangled seamen and sailors stuck within the metal of the uss elridge often accompanied this experiment so the time travel like didn't work and like the the people on the boat got stuck um everywhere and like mangled and like parts of their body remained like one second before and some one second after is what is alleged for people who believe this and don't think it's fake so maybe something similar happened in this other ss orang Bueller? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe the record that Edmund Fitzgerald was written about your grandpa. Well, yeah, it was about the whole ship. Wow. It's a good song. The legend lives on from the ship on down. down. From the big lake they call it. Get, get you. 
Yeah, because you're from Michigan, so I'm sure you. Oh, do. I know all about it. Like I said, never gives up our dad. That's right. Know, something out. Never gloomy. Da 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 da. da. Um, I think you just went into piano man. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. You did start singing piano man. <laughs> Give us a song. <laughs> piano man, Johnson man. What are you doing? Both, are they the same song? <laughs> They're both sh- like sailors. The ship was the yeah. side of the American pride. Yeah, that's right. It's a really Why good do song. I know the lyrics to that? Because it's really a good, good mashup, though. <laughs> Sing us a song. The wreck of the, the piano, piano man. It's Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another theory that it could have been chemical poisoning mm. because the ship was carrying sulfuric acid and cyanide, and some people think it was like a secret mission they were taking it somewhere that like illegally oh interesting and so maybe they got high and they like it was just so overwhelming that they all kind of died at once there was like a big vapor coming out the guy who sent the sos message he died with like his finger on the button to like send the message so maybe he was Mm. like everyone was dying and he's like i'm dying i die and then he died that's definitely possible i also add another theory that ali's gonna like i love it already <laughs> mushroom hell yeah baby no maybe there was some fungus growing in the bilge of the old ship you know it's real woody and dank. yes <laughs> it's one. moist that down there stop them in mid it was a combination yeah could have been ghosts or ghost pirates i mean and explain a ghost pirate it's a pirate that's a ghost <laughs> 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 okay So shortly after it exploded when they were towing it, a lifeboat was found near the Marshall Islands with six people on it, but only one man was still alive. (gasps) He was hospitalized where he told his own account of the story. What was it? They apparently had loaded unregistered cargo and they started to leak and some chemical fumes poisoned the crew. But this guy died shortly after. Oh my God, boring. (laughs) But this is all like none of the, this is all speculation. I definitely think it's some sort of either UFOs. Yeah, because they were all looking pointing towards the sun. Yeah, or it's some sort of Philadelphia experiment thing. Yes. Yep. To- like, it totally. Yeah, like the government was doing some sort of experiment. Yeah, MK Ultra stuff. Yeah, and and that's why they were all looking towards like, oh my god, what's happening to us? Like some time travel thing, and then they all got stuck frozen. Oh, in time. they got stuck in like a different. Yeah, they're stuck in some sort of different time right now. They're in a different dimension. Yeah, we need a dimension hop to find them. How do we do that? We need to open up a portal. We do. If there's one Bermuda, there's got to be like several Bermuda Triangles. Oh, yeah, the ones that we don't know of. Yeah. Have you ever been in the Bermuda Triangle? No, where is it? Oh, it's like between... Bermuda. Yeah, but where... Oh, but you know what's crazy is like where Bermuda is. I actually don't know. It's like... In between America and Europe. Is really? It it's that like that close? <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle touches... <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle touches Florida. It goes to Florida to Puerto Rico to Bermuda. Bermuda's in between America and Africa. Off the coast of like North Carolina. like Yeah, but it's east, like... But it's far out there. Florida, Bermuda, Puerto Rico. The Devil's Triangle. Oh, the Bahamas are part of it. Oh, maybe I have been to the Bermuda Triangle. Because I've been to the Bahamas. Oh my God, is, is the Bahamas in the Bermuda Triangle? Part of it is, yeah. Why is it a triangle? I don't know. It's just the area where weird things happen. There's a lot of paranormal and extraterrestrial beings and disappearances. I went on a cruise once. <gasps> 
Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, go, you go, you go. No, 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 no. What's no. interesting? <laughs> One explanation pins the, pins the blame on leftover technology from the mythical lost content of Atlantis. Oh, of the, for the SS. No, saying that like the Bermuda Triangle has all this weird stuff happening because Atlantis is under the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, it is. That's crazy. Have you ever been to Atlantis, the resort? (laughs) No. No, but the Olsen twins filmed a movie there. Oh, yeah. What is your what is your story? No, I was just saying I went on a cruise and went through the Bahamas. Nothing spooky happened. Sick. Other than the food. Other than the was food. it not good? No, actually, I actually really had fun on this cruise. I would never in my life go on another cruise. Yeah, I can't imagine going on a cruise. There's been so many stories lately of cruises getting stuck and people getting stuck on these cruises yeah. where they where like the pipes stop up. It's horrible. They- <laughs> ghost cruise. I'd go on a ghost cruise for sure. I oh. would go on a cruise if it was like five hours. Yes. Yeah, booze cruise. Booze cruise. Mm, actually mushroom cruise shroom cruise shroom cruise i don't like being on boats without if someone else is controlling how long we're out to sea and i'm like stuck on this boat for like hours no i can't deal with it yeah anyway the queen mary oh in long beach in long beach is apparently haunted we should go as a follow-up we should maria have you ever been on a haunted ship uh no i mean i've been on the queen mary Did it feel haunted to you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely spooky. We should do an episode on the Philadelphia Experiment and on the Bermuda Triangle. Yes, definitely. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. But to wrap up for Spooktober, we have more of your ghost stories. There were so many that we want to kind of end each episode with some of them. 
Our first one is the curtain lady from Sarah. Should we split it up, Melissa? Sure. Okay. I will read the first few paragraphs. Uh, The curtain lady from Sarah. Before I start, I wanted to say that your podcast is the bomb. Thank you. I started a new longer commute and your podcast makes the drive go by quickly. I've loved learning so much about aliens and Satanism at six in the morning. (laughs) There's no better time. Anywho, I have a ghost story to share. My fiancé, I'll call him Josh, and I moved in together several years ago and decided to buy these blackout curtains. Blackout curtains are amazing, by the way. Highly recommend. Until recently, that is. The curtains were a lifesaver for Josh because he works third shift. For several weeks, we had no problems. I could sleep all day if I wanted. But one day, I walked in and my heart dropped to my stomach. There was a woman standing by my bed in front of the curtain. Oh, no. I quickly flipped on the light, but no one was there. I called for Joss to check it out, but he didn't see anything. But a few days later, Josh saw the curtain lady. No, We saw her several times after that, and it was kind of an inside joke between us. An anxious joke at that. But we stopped seeing her. We moved into a house a couple years ago and kind of forgot about her. We started to think she probably wasn't real and it was just our imagination. Uh Uh-huh. However, like any ghost story, she never left. This is the spookiest part. I was in the middle of my bridal shower when Josh tried to call me. Oh, no. He also sent a text asking if I was okay. Since he was still usually sleeping at that time before work started, it was really unusual for me to hear from him. I asked him what was wrong, and all he said was that something had happened and he had a bad feeling about me getting hurt. Oh no. But he wouldn't tell me what happened. It wasn't until I got home that Josh told me. He was starting to wake up for no particular reason when he heard a noise. Someone was in the bed. Ugh, no. Then he heard a voice harshly whisper, Josh. I hate it. Josh. Josh. He opened his eyes, and the curtain lady was on top of the bed. No. (laughs) He moved to get up, and she was gone. He was pretty freaked. Josh wasn't sure why, but he immediately knew that something bad happened. I guess he felt that way all day, but luckily nothing happened to me besides awkward bridal shower conversations. uh, Sorry, a ghost (laughs) is trying to fuck my fiance. I'll be honest. I'm not sure what's going on, but I do have one hypothesis. I had some ghostly occurrences growing up in my parents' home. I remember frequently when I was a kid, someone or something touching me, but no one was there. I never did a lot of investigating because I would always freeze up with fear. A few years ago, my parents told me they saw a woman in an old dress walking into my room and disappearing. That feels legitimate because they don't believe in anything supernatural. Maybe it's the same ghost, maybe not. It's still a mystery. Thanks for listening to my story, and remember, always check your curtains for lady ghosts. Great. Now I have something else to check before I go to bed. Oh my god, thank you. That's terrifying. It's like she's a Von Trapp child, and she made her, she she was a ghost, and she said, oh, these curtains would make a wonderful dress. Yeah. It's like Liesl. Yeah. Or like the kid in, was it Three Men and a Baby? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost? Yeah, I know that. I actually haven't seen that. Oh, it's not a ghost. It's a cardboard, it's a cardboard cut, cutout. cutout. Oh. But it's very yeah. spooky when you think it's a ghost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never watched that as a kid and like rewind it oh, and yeah. saw the ghost yeah. kid? I had the the guy in the video store do it. 
in the oh, 2001 yeah. video store. That was the name of the video store. I was like, you've never seen this baby or this like kid in the corner. And I had them put it on their TVs. And then Stop we all watched it. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Video stores were awesome. So this next story is from Paulina about a Ouija board. Uh-oh. She sent this to us before we did our Ouija episode. Oh, my God. She's psychic. Here goes. All right, so my cousin passed away in 2015, and my brother and his girlfriend um, decided to use a Ouija board. She's used it before, and on her own with her brother, she came in contact with our cousin. (gasps) So she decided to use it with my brother, and they asked questions. They got answers, typical, like, who are we talking to, do you miss us type stuff. So her, my brother, my mom, and my best friend um, at the time, they all decided to use it. I was out of town, so I wasn't with them. And they were asking them questions like, do you miss us? Was it on purpose? Was it an accident? Um, All that kind of stuff. And then they started asking, do you visit? And it said yes. And it's like, how do you visit my brother? And it said room. And he used to sleep in my brother's room um, when he used to live with us. So that was that. And then they asked, well, how do you visit Paulina? And at the time, no one knew this, um, but he said dreams. And no one knew that I was having dreams with him in them and me telling him, like, hey, don't go do this on this day. Or, hey, dude, like, I miss you. And it was me acknowledging that he was already gone but I would, like, enjoy his presence while he was there. So I had four dreams prior before they even got that answer within the past couple months. So that really tripped me out. And then my brother and his girlfriend decided to keep using the Ouija board a couple more times, and I got really mad because he didn't tell me until later, but they ended up getting a name um, that you shouldn't be getting, which is Zozo. Yeah, no! say goodbye but the thing is is after that and even before he told me like I just felt different in the house it just felt a lot more different um to me my dog I noticed a lot more she was staring in corners I didn't feel alone when I was alone I would kind of like go to my room and I felt like someone was standing behind me um I had the worst sleep paralysis within that month. Oh my God, stop! Um, after before I moved, um, which was awful. And then um, my brother's girlfriend, she was taking a shower and oh. the lights turned off while stop. she was in the shower at night. And she's like, oh, Christian, stop messing with me. And he's like, I didn't do anything. So stuff like that has been happening. And ever since, I just don't like going back. But it's kind of like... Did we really make contact with my cousin or did we make contact with something else? So, you know, but very interesting and have a awesome spooktober, you guys. That's Zozo. Zozo. I'm sorry, that's Zozo. Paulina, run. Yeah, you got to (laughs) bury that board. Yeah, Zozo's such a trickster. Zozo is a trickster. That's bad. That's you. Yeah. I'm afraid for your life. You got to bury the board, <laughs> sage the sage, apartment. You got to get some crystals. Crystals, sage. I'll tell you what to do, girl. Get some quartz, some black tourmaline, sage the place, Palo Santo, salt on your windows and doors at the, so just. What does the salt do? Demons don't like to go past salt. It's just like, it's a barrier. Like it can only let good things Why? in. Why? 
I read somewhere that they because demons to get in they want to count every grain of salt before they get in. Oh, it like they're <laughs> they have they're ADD. Like, oh, they're like oh, they see they look down and they go oh god, <laughs> not worth it. Oh, no. Who one has time for this? Yeah, so one thing. <laughs> then do they start? Do they go oh one, one two, two three? Oh. So there's demons and outside they the door. They count and then they're like oh fuck. I gotta start one. over again. <laughs> <laughs> Bermuda looks crazy. Sorry. I, I don't know if you've ever Google searched Bermuda, but it's just like, where is it? It's like, it's nutty. It's like paradise, but it also seems fake. But then I also read that Catherine Zeta Jones and Michael Douglas have a place there. So I don't know. Shut I don't, up, I don't know what to think. Like, I just, I really don't know what to think. It does seem fake to me. It seems like it's a trick. It seems. Honest to God, Bermuda is the zozo of the of the world. Do you know that there's some people who think that Australia is fake? What do you mean? Like there's like a you know like flat earthers. Oh, no. There's also like a group of people who think like Australia isn't real. But what do you mean it's not real? Like they think that like everyone who's been to Australia is like lying. Like have you ever been to Australia? No. Have you ever been to Australia? <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait a minute. You've got a point. You've got to be exactly. <laughs> no, but they say like you never like they you never actually come into contact with someone who's truly been to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I don't know anyone that's. I've I know a lot of people that have been to Australia. Have them on the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't. But why Australia? I know New Zealand. Whatever. Bermuda freaks me out. Yeah, flat earthers believe that Australia is fake. <laughs> wow, doesn't. Australia doesn't exist. And other bizarre geographic conspiracies that won't go away. If anyone's listening from Bermuda, I'd love to like get the vibe. Yeah, it's on. yeah. B- the Bahamas. Is anyone listening in the Bahamas? But Bermuda isn't in the Bahamas. Yeah. It's to the right. Oh, Bermuda, the actual island, not the triangle. No, I'm talking about the island. Oh, I worked with a model who is from Bermuda. We get it. Wait, You're a model. She was, <laughs> she was Miss Bermuda, I think. Stop it. What was her name? Miss Bermuda. Her name was Lillian, I Did think. Did she win? Miss Bermuda Lillian. Yes, it's her. Stop. Lillian Lightburn. Lillian? Yeah, she. We were at the same agency in New York. She's a model. Wow. She was Miss Bermuda. We should ask her if she's ever experienced any weird phenomenons. Yeah, she was. She seemed really cool. And let me just get this straight. Like, I think Bermuda looks beautiful and everything. It's just such a mystery to me. Anything about it that I'm scared by the unknowing um, nature of it. She did have an unusual accent. Well, it's a British territory. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Their currency is a Bermuda dollar. Triangles. <laughs> they just give out little triangles to people. <laughs> Anything that's a triangle you can barter with. Flight. <laughs> Doritos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, a flight to Bermuda is only $471. Yeah, but I bet you have to stop like six places. Unless you live in Miami, you're not getting there. Miami? Miami. <laughs> then you're not getting there un- under 12 hours. We can easily go to Bermuda. Let's let, Once Eight we get hours? that Patreon. I think hotels are pretty expensive because I think I was looking. In- I bet you can find some whack-ass Groupon. <laughs> we should go to Bermuda and just check this out. Yeah, and just do a Bermuda Triangle episode, it but it's really just us this. going to Bermuda. Should I email like the consulate? 
in like Bermuda and just be like, hey, we'd love to spread the word because email the ho- email a hotel. And what do I say? I'm, <laughs> I'm a producer of a of a of a conspiracy <laughs> mystery podcast. So we're the we're you're a producer of a mystery podcast. We're going to do an episode on the Bermuda Triangle. We'd love to shed some light on how great Bermuda is. And um, yeah, and we know former Miss Bermuda. I, I'd Lauren love to. I, I'm going to read a book on Bermuda. I'm going to put that out there right now. I'm wow. I'm ready to <laughs> read a book. I'm ready to read a book on Bermuda <laughs> because I consider my interest peaked. Okay. Wow. Well, wow, let's, okay. let's at least try and see what happens. <laughs> okay. If we can get a sponsored trip to Bermuda, I'll send it to a couple different hotels. Crazy. Okay. So let's do this. We now have a scary story from Trisha. Hi, ladies. Thank you for an awesome podcast. I know you were asking for ghost stories, so I figured I'd let you know mine. While in college, my best friend and I went on a study abroad trip to Costa Rica. As a part of the trip, we were staying at a motel on the side of the highway where the only guests were this group of college students and a biker gang. Cool. Hot. It was one of those motels that had the entrances to the rooms on exposed walkways. And within the room, the bathroom was immediately next to the door and the bathroom window facing the walkway. When we arrived at the motel, it was late at night and I decided to take a shower. During the shower, I kept hearing this man talking, and I assumed he was standing on the balcony just under the bathroom window, and since he was speaking Spanish, I couldn't understand what he was saying. All of a sudden, the lights in the bathroom shut off, plunging me into darkness, and the talking stopped. I assumed my friend had shut off the light via one of those European light switches and yelled for her to turn it back on. It suddenly got really cold in the bathroom. And the man started speaking again, but in an angry tone. And I yelled again at her to turn the lights back on. And after what felt like ages, but it was probably a minute, she came in and opened the bathroom door to turn it on since the light was inside the bathroom. It's coming from inside. It's coming from inside the bathroom. At this point, she insisted that she hadn't turned it off and had been on the balcony, but I kind of figured maybe it was linked to another switch or whatever, and we went to bed. In the middle of the night, I woke up feeling the presence of a large man laying on top of me with his hands on my neck, strangling me. Mm -mm. Oh, no. I could feel what has been the most intense hatred I have ever felt in my life radiating off the man into my body and I couldn't breathe. It was like I had 300 pounds laying over my entire body and I couldn't move a single finger from the weight and the pressure. I was absolutely frozen and terrified. Finally, I managed to let out a scream and my friend woke up in panic, turned on all the lights. Immediately, I felt the presence lift off my body and I was in bed alone. Oh, scary. Shaken and panicked, I told this all to my friend who brushed it off. (laughs) Cool friend. She figured it was a regular nightmare and that it was all in my head since ghosts aren't real. I didn't sleep a wink the rest of the night. The second day, I was still really unnerved when we returned to the motel, but I had convinced myself that maybe it was just a nightmare. To be safe, I decided to take a Benadryl and Mm-mm. fall asleep while my friend was in the shower and all the lights were on. I didn't want to be going to bed in the dark. I woke to my friend standing in the middle of the room screaming. No. And the blood drained from her face. 
She said that as she was coming out of the shower, she was talking to me when she felt a hand grab her shoulder and a man's voice in her ear whisper, Shh, you'll wake her up. Oh my god, fuck that. <laughs> she, <laughs> she said she also felt the hate radiating into her when he spoke. Oh, oof. We both freaked out and spent the rest of the night sitting awake in the middle of the room with all the lights on and are still not over it. We only realized afterward that she could understand what he was saying because she is bilingual <gasps> and it was probably the same ghost speaking at me in the shower the first night. Oh my God. Anyway, sorry if this is too wordy and thanks for an awesome and interesting podcast. No, it is not too wordy. That's freaking terrifying. No, that is... Feeling the hatred is really scary. That's scary. Yeah. I need to tell you something that's freaking me out right now. Oh my Let's God, hear what? it. I know what's freaking you out right New now. New York to Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> A nonstop trip from New York to Bermuda is not only only two hours. What? Yeah, it's not that far. Round trip. Ticket price on American Airlines. $280. What's going on? I had no idea this was so accessible. Wait, from New York or from LA? New from York. New York. So what? we just got to make it to New York. Does Martin have a PJ? A PJ? What's a PJ? A private jet? <laughs> <laughs> no, Martin doesn't have a private jet. Well, we should get one for the podcast. A yeah, why, does, why does it hear you? Web crawlers. Like, uh, do you know you can get a private jet for like kind of if you yeah. have like 12 people to yeah. go with to fly like in one hour somewhere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like when i found a cheap flight to aruba and my brain started spinning because i couldn't put my finger on aruba well that's how i went, ended up going to maui alone was because oh, i found like a flight. really cheap flight alone? and i was like what alone yeah, I went to Maui alone. How was that? It was amazing. Really? I had like the best time of my life. Okay, see, you're different than me because I uh, I can't travel alone like that. I love traveling alone. All I'm doing my entire day ever is trying to get people to um, <laughs> acknowledge my voice. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, trying to be invisible to people I don't know. I got so it. you can yeah, imagine me being alone it. on a trip, what would happen? I Well, we're going to go to Bermuda. 2020 Bermuda. Mark this in your calendars. Okay. January 1st, we will be in Bermuda celebrating the new year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have sucked up in that triangle. We're going to be oh, no. celebrating the new year for the rest of our lives. Oh, this no. This Groundhog Day. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed those ghost stories and all of our ghost ship stories, too. Oh, so much ghost content. So much ghost content as October comes to a close. Yeah, this Ooh. is the last of Spooktober, huh? Last wow. of Spooktober. You know, we're, we're still going to read some of your spooky stories if yeah, they're we'll, really good. Well, because we're a spooky podcast. Speaking of which, <laughs> do you guys know what you're going to be following? Oh, oh no. no. I don't. No. I remember what you were going to be last year, and that was Guy Fieri. I was Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah, this Girl This year I'm going to be with Girl Fieri. This year I'm going to be a fembot. Do you know what you're going to be? Oh, no, I Where don't. Where do you go? I don't... My friend's boyfriend's having a party, so I'm going to go to that. Is it like a nice party? Is it... Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like how nice, like, like catered? It's the Maroon 5 
Halloween Oh, I've party. been there. And is yeah. it really fun? Was it fun? I, it's I, supposed I, to be fun. They've had it every year. Yeah, like they have 10 it. years ago, I went there. Yeah. And what's it? Adam Levine, like, coming down the banister? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a, swinging it's like a down big, the banister. Yeah. <laughs> dressed a like a vampire. Party. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big pool. Anyways, if, Melissa, if people want to reach us, where can they do so? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at webcrawlerspod. We're on Facebook. we got some Facebook groups. We're on Reddit. Yeah, We're dog. Everywhere. Yeah, um, dog. And if you want to buy our merch, you can go to hothorse.horse or webcrawlerspod.com. Either one will take you there. Yeah. Boing. Boing. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I hope everyone has a great day, and maybe next time we'll be podcasting from Bermuda. You never know. You don't. Or a ghost ship. Or a ghost ship. Uh, Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.